taking the mind as the best advisor of yourself, not a good idea, according to Krishna and Bhagavad Gita. Saying, but it can become friendly to you and your needs, necessities, your mission, your purpose, your direction, if it can become infused with spiritual consideration that becomes known to us through the agency, Sadhu, Shastra, Guru, and Vaishnav. Just as in one place, Srila Prabhupada says in a purport in the Bhagavad Gita, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, when one realizes that material existence is a constant source of perplexity at every step, he said, it behooves such a person to approach a spiritual master. Pursuing education, there's no guarantee that you'll become Einstein, but that's not an argument against education. Still, you'll become educated as far as possible, and you'll benefit from that. Same thing with spiritual education. By practical experience, we know that it's difficult to improve, to upgrade, but you can become degraded in 15 minutes. It's amazing how quickly degradation sets in. As one of the great writers, perhaps Hemingway, in a description said of someone, at first things started to fall apart gradually, then all at once. So, a satsanga tyagi vaishnavachar, one of the first symptoms of the serious pursuit of Vaishnavism in earnest is a satsanga tyag, to give up bad association, mundane association, or those who are addicted, associating with those who are addicted to the mundane. Dostoevsky says in one of in Notes from the Underground, he says that humiliation is one of the most intense forms of self-awareness and consciousness. <laughs> Not just being humble, being humiliated. There's a little difference there. Humble has this dignified ring to it. Humiliated is not something we strive for. <laughs> Reminds me of one British essayist who was giving advice to writers. He said, make sure you spell check everything you write. He said, because if words are misspelled, people will think that you are stupid. And he said, rarely will you want to give them that impression. <laughs> so anyway, humiliation is one of the most intense forms of consciousness. And what is, to continue with Dostoevsky, what does he think? He said, I was amazed by my capacity, he said, in one moment, to be raising my glass in a toast to the highest, the best, the most divine, he said, and in the next moment, capable of sinking into the most horrible slime of sinful activities. That I observed about myself. And that was quite humiliating. <laughs> so, but one minute, I've got a tear coming down my cheek, praising what is high. And then the next moment, I'm in the swamp of ignorance, the worst type of ignorance and misconception. Lagu, 
Well, guru means heavy, heavier than the Himalayas. Lagu means light, light as a feather. So we see, what is the cliche, stereotype, light as a feather? A breeze comes in, lifts the feather up, it's twirled around, and it falls in there. Another breeze comes in, lifts the feather up, drops it in another place. The plight of the neophyte. Hearing one thing, that makes sense, and going in that. Hearing another place, the opposite, going in another, that makes sense, going in that plane. Confusion. Unable to discriminate between higher, lower, desirable, undesirable, genuine devotion, feigned devotion, counterfeit devotion, what is uh, condemned cannot understand, what is in their own interest. So lagu has to connect to guru. Why guru is heavier than Himalaya? Because when I heard that, I remember in Bhagavad Gita, first reading and hearing, and when it came to Krishna saying, of this, I'm this, of that, I'm that. So I thought, when it comes to mountains, I bet you he's going to say, and of mountains, I am Mount Everest. So here it comes, and it says, of mountains, I'm Sumeru. What's Sumeru? <laughs> not knowing what Sumeru is at the time. Still not really knowing. But then he said, of immovable objects, I'm the Himalayas. Thought, hmm, that's What is that? Why? Why is that important? Of what cannot be moved, I'm the Himalayas. What does Guru say? Guru, heavier than the Himalayas. Tasmad gurum prapadyeta jigyasu shre uttamam shabde parech nishnatam brahmanupasamashrayam. When we're indicated to go to Guru, what is Guru? Uh, Brahmanas, totally so much sheltered in the spiritual conception, cannot be moved by any misconception. That personality. Sometimes Guru Maharaj will say, this shika, right, will be, he says, take the shika and tie, the lagu disciples shall tie their shika to the lotus feet of Guru. So when the winds of misconception come, being tossed this way and that way, still being tied to the lotus feet of Gurudev, will survive the onslaught of misconception. God helps those that help themselves. There has to be something from your side. Like, very often we meet someone and Krishna consciousness, and they will say that they like Krishna, they like the devotees, they like Krishna, they like everything, everything, and they accept everything. But then you say, well, what about initiation? And I remember we were in, uh, Kazan, that's a city, right? So, and someone had been given the Japa Mala before initiation. They said, I've got everything. I mean, why do I need? I have, you know. They'll make some case like that. Sometimes I've told them that, yes, it's good that you accept everything. You're accepting Krishna, Krishna conception, and that's wonderful. That's what you want. Baran. You know, Shravandasha, hearing stage, you know, and then Baran, acceptance. But acceptance has to be mutual. 
It's not a one-sided affair. So there's the, the acceptance from your side, that's good. Then what we need is the recognition from the upper world of the mutual acceptance. That from the upper world or the agent of the upper world that you've been accepted as sincere, what Guru Deva call a sincere seeker. My Guru Maharaj told me, wherever you will meet sincere seekers, you'll extend this Krishna Nam to them. Krishna Prema Bija Pradhan. You'll give them the seeds of Krishna Prem. So this Hari Nam. So it has to, there should be this mutual acceptance. Right? So that's something else to factor in. God helps those that help themselves. Something from your side indicating your sincerity, your desire for a connection with divinity, your desire for some help, some shelter, all of these things. Guru Maharaj says, without Guru, we are lifeless clay. But we actually think we have some value. I think, oh, Guru Maharaj is telling that. No, if Guru Maharaj is telling it, it's just the truth. And if we don't embrace the idea that without Guru, without Sri Guru and His grace, we are nothing but lifeless clay, we need some adjusting. We think, no, well, you know, I'm kind of good at certain things <laughs> before I came in connection with Krishna consciousness. I, you know, I have some qualification. No, that's, don't think like that. It'll be better to think nothing. In my case, it's very easy <laughs> for me to realize I came with nothing. <laughs> so I consider myself fortunate. By the Lord's grace, I left school when I was 16. So I know anything I got, I got in connection with Krishna consciousness. And by the grace of Saru Shastra, Guru and Vaishnav. Sometimes I think I have some qualifications in some kind of hysteria. Some mania descends upon me. And for a moment, I think I actually know something. <laughs> but then I return to my normal condition. <laughs> So, a, a sincere aspirant, just like in the song we sing every day, Yogyata Bichari Kichung Nahi Pai Tomara Karunasar. The disciples praying to Guru saying, If you examine me really, you'll find nothing salvageable, nothing worth saving. There's nothing here for starters. It's not, I have, I'm so valuable. And with a little bit of adjustment. No. He's saying, no value. But through your connection, by your grace, your mercy, Sri Guru and His grace, by the grace of Sri Guru, you can take me from the imperfection plane to the perfectional stage. That I believe. That miracle is possible by your connection. And Guru Maharaj will say, to come out of the mud, you may have to walk through the mud for some time. To come out of the mud of misconception, we may have to walk through the mud of misconception for some time, but we'll need a proper direction. But that's like call and response. We're expressing our sincerity and our need. I need shelter. I want shelter. I acknowledge my limitations. What is that? Doinya atmani vedam gotripte baran. Even though Guru Maharaj is saying Jiva Goswami identifying Gopri Play Bharan as uh, 
the primary anga. But what is, interestingly, what does Bhaktivinoda begin in this song? Doinya, which can really be rendered various ways, but one way is to say hopeless, desperate, desperately hopeless, or hopelessly desperate, where someone makes a real careful assessment of like, what is the world? Who it is I think I am acknowledges the misconception that they're under and prays for some divine intervention, some help. We take guidance for everything. Everybody watching us, or many people, they have GPS. They're not opposed to taking Why? Because they understand the value. This device will give indicators of how I should proceed. So for us, you say a sincere person, a spiritually progressive person, they need spiritual GPS, which comes in the form, what we call Sadhu Shastra Guru Vaishnava, means spiritual teachers, the spiritual books, spiritual practitioners. You come in connection with them, put yourself on, under their guidance, and then that revealed truth expressed by them becomes like a, uh, you know, a magnetic north by which you can navigate the world in existence. A satsanga, tyage Vaishnava achar. What's the first principle, or no, the Vaishnavism? To give up bad association. Who is bad association? Anyone who's not seriously pursuing Krishna consciousness. That's how it should be understood. Doesn't say that people who are bad association aren't nice folks. <laughs> it's not saying like that. But they're not seriously pursuing Krishna consciousness. Krishnanushilanam, Krishnanushilana Sangha. It's for those who are serious about pursuing Krishna consciousness. Then faith can become deeply rooted as opposed to a superficial embrace, spiritual tourism. The transfer of autonomy. In this world, under the influence of humanism, we pride ourselves as being autonomous agents when it's not actually true. We're a product of acquired prejudice, acquired tendency, upbringing, environment. There are just so many factors. But we think we're autonomous agents, that we're acting independently and we're no one tells me what to think. I move in my own way. Yeah. That's why you're, you know, embodied and conditioned after millions of lifetimes. So, the transfer of autonomy. When Arjun says in the beginning, Senayor Ubayor Madhye, one of the Rataya Stapayat, you know, where he tells Krishna, pull my chariot between the two armies. Krishna putting the chariot there, and Arjuna has a meltdown. When he is asking, saying so many things, expressing what he observed of the environment, he told Krishna is listening. But when Arjuna finally realizes he doesn't know what to do, he's bewildered, he's confused, doesn't know how to proceed, he's full of anxiety. What does it say? And when he turns to Krishna, 
Sishas Teham Sarimam Tvam Prapanam and offers himself as Sisha, disciple. No, Krishna smiles mildly, a little bit. And then he begins his instruction. And Prabhupada makes the point. He said, now friendly talks are finished. So that was before. Now that Arjun wisely is accepting Krishna as his guru, now instruction is going to begin. This is going to be different from sharing observations about things. Arjun needs to inquire infinite perspective, not another finite perspective. There's so many finite perspectives expressed by so many finite. And the sum total of the finite is never equal to the infinite. So he's turning, he's transferring his autonomy to Krishna and saying, now you please instruct me. That's why day one, what does Guru Maharaj say to Gurudev? Are you prepared to listen to me and not your mind? That's the first thing he says to him because he knows if that's not at the basis of the relationship, it's going to be meaningless. He's not going to make progress. He's not going to go very far. It's going to be a show of servitude, submission, discipleship. But if you're going to follow me and resist the suggestions of your mind, then you're going to make progress. Asat Sangha Tyaga Vaishnavachar. So that Asat Sangha to Tyag is the mind and the suggestions of the mind. What Prabhupada once referred to as eating the mind's bananas. <laughs> So sometimes what appears to be counterintuitive, Guru will know that. What is favorable, what is unfavorable. Lagu needs to be in connection with Guru. The disciple needs to be in connection with Guru to properly navigate. 